Hello darlings, a little bit of housekeeping before we start. First up, there was a problem with my microphone during this one, so I sound like I'm underwater. Really sorry about that, and secondly, we were actually recording this on bonfire night, so you will hear some random bangs in the background. Apologies again for that, I hope those issues don't stop you enjoying this episode too much. And last but not least, don't forget there's still time to enter our Christmas stocking open mic special episode. For the chance to have your poem hanging over the dead darlings fireplace this Christmas Eve, all you have to do is send us a recording of yourself reading or performing your poem. You can either email the audio file to deaddarlingspodcast at gmail.com or send it as a WhatsApp voice note to 077 612 uh, For best audio quality, try and record somewhere quiet with lots of soft furnishings. And don't forget to include uh, your name and your social media details so people can follow you and contact you and tell you how great you were afterwards. The deadline for that is 9am on the 22nd of December, so do try and get your poems in before then. We can't wait to hear your poems. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Dead Darlings Book Club. I'm Laurie Eaves. I'm Hannah Hutzpah. And I'm Rebecca Cooney. This month's book is Blue Horses by Mary Oliver, which was chosen by Rebecca. So Rebecca, why did you choose this book? Um, I chose this book because Mary Oliver is one of those poets that kind of everybody seems to have like a favourite poem from her. It's usually the geese one. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's one of those ones that she will be knocking around the internet and somebody will repost it on a day they're feeling sad or sad, they're feeling hopeful or whatever. And I just thought, mm. oh, actually... I've never I've never really sat and read a full collection of hers, so I thought I'd do that. And I picked this one because for another reason than I like horses. And <laughs> I went, Oh, horses. Um <laughs> And they're blue. Abadie Abadie. They're blue. They're blue. You can get blue horses. Uh they're actually sort of a weird grey colour, but they're called blue rhymes. So Are they blue? Um, no, it's like a it's 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 where they have like a black coat and then the fur is sort of shot through with white. So it's sort wow. of it looks almost like static. Okay. Mm. So yeah, that was uh, that that was that was my incredibly artistically sound reason for choosing this book. Okay, that sounds like a good reason to recommend any book. So, what did you make of it, Rebecca? Now that you've read Blue Horses, not just yes, not just read, read the title of Blue Horses. <laughs> um, there were bits of it that I really, really loved, um, and then there were bits of it where I kind of went. Going on here, or why? Often within the same poem, perhaps that there would be kind of paragraphs that I was like, "Oh, this is the bit that um, uh, that, that kind of everybody would repost from this poem, or that would be the kind of emotional core of it," and that would be really succinct and really brilliant. And then a lot of the other stuff coming into it, I was like, "I don't know where it's going. I don't know where this is going." Oh, okay, this is where it's going, which I did quite enjoy. Um, but yeah, then there were also poems where I was a bit like, "Meh, didn't love that." But yeah, then there were, then there were some poems where I was like, "Oh, this is this is beautiful." Where Which bits did you like? That did you think worked better for you than some mm. of the other bits? The first first yoga poem, uh, first uh-huh. yoga lesson, uh, I thought was a really lovely kind of, and again, it's sort of um, there was, and and I think where it was strongest was that there, there is kind of a simplicity to it and a kind mm. of a coming back to that message at the beginning. So she's in a yoga lesson, and someone says, "Be the lotus in the pond." And then they're sort of try, talk, trying to talk about being a tree and doing all these different poses. And then mm. she's like, oh, actually, being a lotus in a pond, being something small that opens up slowly and rises. Yes, that I can do. 
and yeah. it was quite clever because it did sort of bring in these sort of different meanings and layers in that I really really enjoyed in, into quite a simple almost I don't want to say predictable because that sounds like a, a put down but it sort of there was a kind of a rhythm to oh okay I know where this is going now mm-hmm. uh, that I really yeah. enjoyed um, they are quite simple in how they're written mm. or direct maybe would be a better word than very chatty yeah. than simple. they're very conversational very chatty yeah, yeah. Mm. go on Hannah yeah. I found some of them were some of them seem to be talking about the fact that it was a poem or musing about where this is going out loud while mm. saying the poem mm-hmm. and some of those bits struck me as if I did them, those would then get edited out. Um, I Right, yes. Yeah, there I were bits that... where I kind of thought, oh, I... Annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Or a bit, what, what is this? Where is this going to? Um, they had... They seem quite... Oh, God. All my snobberies are going to come out now. They seem quite uh, classically pagey. In that they are often based on nature or a work of art yeah. and have a kind of a stillness to them. Um, they're kind yeah. of what you would anticipate from a poem, if that makes sense. Um, but then occasionally would come in, occasionally the conclusions would throw me for a loop, like the wasp um, is about being in bed. And not really wanting to be lying down. And then there's a wasp. And then the wasp stings her. And the final line is, almost delicious was its deep, inflexible sting. I'm like, what? What? Who the fuck enjoys being stung by a wasp? What? What are you going on about? Um, (laughs) I don't know. Do you not not find those things in life that that give you that kind of, that sensation? That are both kind of sweet and painful? No? There was something about the anticipation of it and it finally happening. That I thought with that one sort of worked. Jesus, I mean, like no shade to like BDSM, but I <laughs> I was still fucking confused by the wasp. <laughs> that, that was yeah, no, I don't know. I think you're right that there's this stillness running through the collection, mm. or this kind of very almost meditative kind of state to it. It's mm. very, um, it's the kind of collection it it actually made me think. Back to our conversation on uh, Rupi Kaur's Milk and is it mm. Milk and Honey or Milk and Flowers? Mm, I can't milk remember the name of that. Milk and Honey. It's Milk and Honey, and then the second one is the Sun and, and, the her, sun her, and flowers. her Flowers. Yeah. yeah, it made me think a lot about that collection that we read um, a few years ago now. Um, in that, I think, like that collection, there's this stillness, there's this um, kind of meditative. I'm going to talk about existence, but also talk about very kind of natural, like the natural world and and healing and things like that, that can come across kind of platitude-y. And I've definitely Mm. found that with the rupee core one that we talked Mm. about before. I felt like I didn't feel that as much in this one than that. Oh, yeah, it's she's she's got more wisdom to share for sure. Like, Rupi Kaur wants to be wise and is 15. I think maybe there's that. I think there's definitely, I think partly the conversational tone of this just works better for me than than Mm. those Rupi Kaur poems that are 
shorter, more kind of almost soundbite-y. Um, I feel like this works better for me than those. I think as well, the way there's there's this very gentle humor in the book. There's this kind of self-deprecating layer, like going back to the yoga one you mentioned, Rebecca, or there's one mm. called uh, On Meditating, sort of, which is a nice title <laughs> that's very like... Um, got this slight self-deprecation to it um this slight kind of grounding that makes it feel a bit more like it's coming from a slightly more human kind of flawed perspective that endears me to it better i think than mm. the ruby cool one which obviously i had a lot to say about <laughs> back in the day yeah my abiding memory is me trying to finish up the episode and laurie going i'm not done yet and continuing for another 40 minutes I have never been more gutted to not be able to make a recording. I had thoughts. Oh my gosh, I had thoughts. <laughs> We'd still be there now. We probably would still be there now. Because our ears were cut off. Sorry. I quite like this Sorry. collection. I like it quite a lot, actually. I like that it does this kind of talking about existence in a kind of expansive way and that kind of you talk about it kind of feeling like it's a bit meandery and a bit drifty and I think it is but in a way that to me feels kind of natural and like it's just sort of reflecting a thought process and um, you're right again Hannah that is talking a lot about nature and natural images and actually a lot of these would be poems that if you saw that they'd won a nature writing prize you'd be like oh yes this one about the deer that that I can see how that would win a nature writing prize. That makes sense. But I think it it all sort of works just, just for me in that mm-hmm. it feels still human. It just has that kind of just enough of that human element running through it, that kind of humor running through it. There are a couple of times, there's certainly at least one or two poems in it where, where she uses the word, oh, which... <laughs> just immediately grace me like any poem where it's like yeah. oh beauty oh wonder i'm like oh yep. no that's that doesn't do it for me um mm. that those that does happen a few times where it runs over for me into being like oh no oh no it's it's so wrapped up in uh in in the joys of just what is life that it doesn't work for me but mostly it does like there's Mm. another poem in it i'm feeling fabulous possibly too much so but i love it which made me think of those um hero lindsey bird ones that we did yeah that we looked at a couple of months ago that were Mm. just sort of full of the joy of life um and this kind of expansiveness of layering more and more and more things on top of it um that hero lindsey bird does which I don't think this quite does that, but it sort of points to it mm. in a way. Um, so yeah. I don't know. For me, I I really liked it. I read it twice, actually. Um, I, it worked better for me rereading it. I know we don't always have the time to do that, mm. the three of us. Well, that is a point. It did occur to me that I think perhaps there is something about we end up reading these books with a tie with a deadline in mind because we have to and you know i don't ever read any other book like that really everything else i read it as and when whereas Mm. and i think i don't think this this poetry collection works for that um (laughs) because that's not the point of it and you're trying you know you're trying to make it do a thing that it very 
deliberately does not want to be doing uh yeah. and that's that's my fault that's not me um so yeah and i did i did kind of think that that yeah this is not this is not a collection to read for a deadline because you have to talk about it on microphone and have to have thought about it and have some opinions before you do mm. um uh so yeah and, and there were i go back to the, the rupee core thing i think there were that's, that's kind of what I meant at the beginning, that, that kind of it meanders around and then often it would get to the last bit of the poem and I'd go, oh, this is where we were going. Mm. Oh, and that's really good. And I wonder, again, go back to the conversation about editing, whether or not, like, I would have been tempted to just go, oh, we'll just get rid of everything in the lead up to there and maybe ended up with something that felt a bit trite because yeah. it was. Like, mm. um, so like the one that I really liked was Angels. Um, you might see an angel anytime and anywhere. Of course, you have to open your eyes to a kind of second level, but it's not really hard. The whole business of what's reality and what isn't has never been solved and probably never will be. I don't care to be too definite about anything. I have a lot of edges called perhaps and almost nothing you can call certainty for myself, but not for other people. That's the place you just can't get into. Not entirely anyway, other people's heads. I'll just leave you with this. I don't care how many angels can dance on the head of a pin. It's enough to know that for some people they exist and that they dance. Yeah. And that like I I love the end everything of it. Yeah. 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 I love the end of it. The rest of it I was like, where the fuck are we going? What yeah. do you want about? <laughs> that one also was a standout. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I really definitely. love blueberries yeah. in it. I like the poem Blueberries. I like how it's talking about, yeah, this idea of being able to get fresh blueberries where she now lives all year long, but not having the the joy of you know picking them herself and the the being part of the land and the blueberries being a part of where she's from i think that's a really beautiful kind of image mm-hmm. there's a lot of kind of play there's a lot of poems of on place and um mm. and yeah just kind of almost kind of natural images like lots of owls lots of deers lots of rivers i'm not the river is one of the poems uh, mm. that works really um. well for me um, and kind of adding on slightly, maybe this is what all poems on nature would do, but um, adding adding new angles to it. I'm thinking specifically of watering the stones, which is a poem about the yeah. fact that she picks up stones and has pretty stones she's collected in a glass bowl, and then will pour water on them, and the rocks appear to drink it. And that this this kind of yeah, because the water goes human, somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, stones can be porous. It's it's not that big of a mystery, but it it, it does this this very cute uh little humanizing um and that it, it kind of concludes with um oh god, I'm just going to like retell it but not in the nice words, but that um that that her fr- some friends of hers now seem to sort of appreciate picking up stones more. Or maybe we'll even say hello to them when they pick them up. And it either comes across mad old woman, mad old cat lady, or like really beautiful, depending <laughs> on your mood when you read it. Or, <laughs> or not depending on your mood when you read it, but depending on quite how well the poem works, I guess, <laughs> for you. I've never picked up a nice stone in my life. I don't. I, 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 I'm. This is. A You've never picked answer. up a nice stone, <laughs> Hannah, you mudlarker. That is yeah. not yeah, true, is lie. it? <laughs> that's a lie. I mean, Hannah showed me beautiful stones and said, "This is industrial slag, isn't it pretty?" Uh, which it is. It's a very yeah. nice blue color. But I, th- I, th- I think. I think. I responded much like my good self. I think was the response. <laughs> <laughs> very possibly. So that's um, industrial slag by Hannah Husbert. <laughs> is that is a good poetry collection name, isn't it? 
I might I might have to I might have to write um, something for that. Go on then. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um so yeah, in summary, would we recommend this collection? I would. I really enjoyed it. Uh so it was great. Um and I've already reread it and I'm probably gonna reread it again. I really enjoyed it. It's very expansive and thinking about what it means to be alive and to be human. And I think if you go into it in the frame of mind where you're willing to go with it, that will pay off. But if you go into it with any kind of cynicism whatsoever, <laughs> there's quite a chance that it might bounce off you badly. Yeah. Cynicism, what? How dare you? <laughs> Pretentious, moi. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah? Yeah, I I reckon I I kind of want to give it a solid C+, but I'm also curious to see what it's like, as you said, not reading it to deadline, because um, A, that's never particularly good for the work, and B, this one especially, yeah, it does seem to be more more meditative. I think this is one that needs a good cup of coffee and a couch um, rather than the kind of glanced on my phone on the train, which is how I've been reading it this week. Mm. It's quite um, good on the tube. Yeah. I enjoyed it on the tube. Maybe on the tube, not on my phone. I think the the, the factors yeah. are not combined in favour of this. Yes, I think that the, the contrast between this and the tube, I imagine, would be really interesting and illuminating. I'll bet. Yeah. What about you, Rebecca? <laughs> I think I would, I would also, it's definitely inspired me to go and find more Mary Oliver because I think there is a collection that I'm going to wholeheartedly love. Mm. This isn't it, but I did enjoy it. Like I said, yeah. and, and there were bits of it. And I was really interested to see what Laurie would think of it because I kind of thought, oh, I bet Laurie would enjoy this. Um, <laughs> I quite enjoyed that now, like we've been, we've been reading the same books and discussing them for long enough now. We know enough. Go, Hannah's going to fucking hate this or Laurie's going to love this or <laughs> vice versa. Like I can kind of see it coming. I quite enjoy that. Why did you think um, I would like it? I think it is the the simplicity is something that you're into the um, the nature and the kind of I'm going to focus on this really little small detail mm. and it's going to illuminate something Bigger. maybe not massive about life but something intimate perhaps yes. um, I think is very your style and I think that's, that's what reminded me of you. Um, that's probably very fair. I think those are all reasons why it resonated with me. I'd agree with you. So yeah, but um, no, I think I would. But I'm also, I also yes, I want to go read more Mary Oliver and and find mm. the one that I will wholeheartedly love. Whereas this one, like I, I enjoyed it, and I also I don't think I came to it on the terms you're supposed to, and I completely accept that. Uh, but yeah, I kind of think hmm, there might be there might be ones out there that I've got more sort of because like the, the the ones that kind of end up on online, I go, oh, yeah. this is gorgeous, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah. So that's. Blue Horses by Mary Oliver. It's out on Corsair Poetry and it's eight ninety nine. And to be honest, it's out on a major, so you can probably get it anywhere. You could probably even find it secondhand pretty cheap. So I hadn't I haven't thought of how we wrap this up. Let me let me just finish it up somehow. How are we doing that? Is there a joke about horses? We have a joke about horses. A horse walks into a bar. <laughs> and the barman says, why the blue face? 